today we are talking about the joy of difficult conversation. I know that seems like an oxymoron. What are you talking about? We're trying to avoid difficult conversations. Our difficult conversations tend to melt down into nightmare conversations. But you're going to hear what I've been learning, especially the last year. So it doesn't matter that I've been helping couples and families for 25 years now. I still have a lot to learn, and you will benefit from that learning today. Welcome to Inspirational Comedy. I am your host, Michael Smalley, and thank you for joining me. But before I get into, you know, how you can experience joy and actually how difficult conversations can lead to deeper intimacy, I just want to encourage you. Head on over to smalleyinstitute.com, sign up, become a member of the VIP club. This is a group of individuals that every single month, all throughout the month, every single week, probably the coolest thing of the club is that you get to be a part of virtually a daily live Q&A where you can watch the recording of this podcast, but then I hang out with you long after the podcast is finished, and I just take your questions, and I help you apply what you're learning. I help address the significant conflict or the hurtful conversations that keep spiraling out of control, and I can literally talk to you in person. Uh, If you choose to show your video in Zoom, we actually get to see each other. So it's really, it's a cool way to get the encouragement and support you really want uh, so you can keep your marriage healthy. You can make a good marriage even better, and then you can, if you're in a hurtful, stressed-out relationship, you can literally turn that thing around. So check out the VIP monthly membership at smalleyinstitute.com. So the first 25 years of my relationship, of my marriage, um, I was doing something that that was flat out preventing my wife and I from experiencing true joy in our relationship. Now, look, don't read into this too much. We have had the most amazing times over 25 years. We have learned things that helped us dramatically over 25 years. And so what I'm sharing with you today and in a series of podcasts that will follow this one is one of the areas that I was really messing up that ultimately, well, not it's not the only reason, but it is a big reason on my wife and I just really having a hard last year. And basically what I was doing that didn't help at all, and I would imagine many of you are doing the same thing, is I was avoiding pain. I didn't want to I didn't want to feel judgment. I didn't want to feel condemned. I didn't want to feel controlled or confused or powerless or like a failure. I didn't like those negative feelings. And what's crazy to me is in my master's program at Wheaton College, I learned. My supervisor taught me that, "Hey Michael, pain is a good thing." But the problem is 
our marriage and our most intimate relationships are so intense, right? It's like when we're not getting what we are hoping to get, the pain that we feel is, for at least for me, is a lot bigger. It's greater than the pain we feel in other areas of our life. So just personally or with extended family, um, there's just no more significant relationship than our marriage, which is why it can be so intense with emotion, both awesome and passionate and romantic and exciting and fun and joyful and painful. And the reason you don't want to avoid difficult conversations is because that pain of from a difficult conversation actually leads you into a authentic understanding and a more authentic experience of true joy. Um, I avoided pain in a lot of different ways. I avoided pain or even just for a lot of different reasons. So I avoided pain because I didn't want to feel negative emotions, right? I avoided pain because, honestly, I sabotaged us by trying to constantly change her. I thought I had learned the concept of personal responsibility. And one of those insights that's occurred for me over the last year is I can have personal responsibility in particular areas of my life, and then I can be failing in personal responsibility in other areas of my life. And so when it came specifically to Amy, um, the truth is I was trying to manage her. I was trying to control her. I was trying to make her come to my side and no, 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 honey, my reality is the correct one. Yours is wrong. And um, I don't like how you're reacting or I don't like this thing. And I may not have said those. I mean, I have said those out loud for sure. But I thought those things even more than I expressed them verbally to Amy. And trying to change, trying to manage, frankly, becoming codependent, right, in, in your choices and how you relate with others. Codependency, in essence, is my joy, my satisfaction, the emotions, whether they be positive or negative, are determined on other people. And so if they're not behaving well, I don't feel well. If they're sad, I'm going to feel sad. If they're upset, then it's going to, I'm going to, when I'm codependent, I allow those negative emotions to dictate how I'm feeling. And that's clearly a miserable place to land because we can't control other people. And frankly, when the other person feels like you're trying to manage them, they're not very happy. And so now they're struggling and I'm, you know, we're setting them up to fail. I couldn't understand how people and obviously my wife, myself, others can be two things simultaneously. They can be wonderful, incredible awe-inspiring, serving, kind, generous, gracious, forgiving, and at the same time, I can be evil. I'm broken. I'm sinful. I'm dysfunctional, and I do selfish things, and I do stupid things, and I do thoughtless things. But 
just because I'm evil on one end doesn't mean that I'm not good and amazing in the other hand. And, and the truth is we're both at the same time. And so what are we going to do? Are we going to focus in on the messed up stuff about that other person? Or are we going to focus on what's truly incredible about that person? And what, what I would recommend, especially if you're highly stressed out with each other, is you want to focus on what is good and what is right with this person. And then you want to deal with the brokenness of them. And that's where the difficult conversations come in, is you need to be able to be honest, but you can't just be rude or demanding or judgmental or critical. No, that's not the kind of honesty I'm talking about. The kind of honesty I'm talking about is being upfront about the negative things that you're experiencing. It's honesty that is backed by a care and concern for the other person. So if, if you are wanting to confront, if you are needing to have one of those difficult conversations, you got to check yourself before you bring it up. Because if you're not, if your ultimate motivation and desire isn't to, isn't, isn't coming from a place of care and concern for the other person, then it's not going to go well. They're going to feel judged. They're going to feel condemned. Because your motivation is selfish. Your motivation is prideful. Your motivation is being judging like, hey, this isn't good about you. And if you would only change, right, your motivation becomes about managing this other person. And we know where that leads. You're experiencing it all the time. And what's sad is we don't have to. We can have the difficult conversations, and it can build to intimacy. And so if you want a difficult conversation to draw you closer together, and if you want to be able to experience the joy, then just get it in your head that the difficult conversation is going to lead to deeper understanding. The result of a difficult conversation, when you do it properly, is an authentic intimacy because we can't know joy. We can't know intimacy without pain, without difficulty. And if we spend 25 years generally avoiding those things, then you're eventually going to find yourself stressed out, disconnected, and really setting yourself up for a crisis. And the sad thing is, friends, you, we don't have to do that. And so the kind of intimate conversations that you want to be able to have, especially when it's a difficult thing, is when you are when you start that conversation, and I'm actually beginning, this is the first part of six, six sessions that I'm doing on the joy of difficult conversations. So keep tuning back in, keep, you know, subscribe to the podcast. While you're subscribing, you might as well give me a five-star review because that really helps the show, right? So you can get this stuff 
And I'm going to continue this conversation on how to have these difficult, uh, these difficult moments where before they've, they've totally spiraled you out of control. But if you take the time, if you go through these, the, the next five after this one, then I'm telling you, you're going to be set up to turn those difficult conversations into opportunities to grow your relationship and to experience the stuff that you want from your relationship in the first place. None of us get married to be miserable. We get married because we want to be intimate. We want to have that connection. We want to be able to love someone and to be loved back by them. And unfortunately, no, I will not say that. I will say fortunately, in our closest relationships, we have to be able to have these difficult conversations. And so when you have them, if you are needing to share something that's hard for you, that is potential, no, not potentially. <laughs> Look, I'm using all the passive words to avoid saying what this stuff really is. That is really funny and sad. But if you're going to have this hard conversation that frankly is confronting someone, the other person, with something that you would like them to address, that you would like them to find freedom in, you got to start with sharing your feelings and what you're fearing the most. You got to be honest about that. You got to be straightforward about it. I call these fears buttons. You can think of them like triggers. So as you start the conversation, make sure that you're going, look, I, I'd like to bring something up that I realize is an important conversation for me to have with you because I've been really feeling controlled. I've been feeling manipulated. I've been feeling confused. I've been feeling judged. You know, when this thing happens, here's what I've been feeling and, and here's what I'm fearing. I'm fearing that our relationship is going to spiral in the wrong way. And my dream, my hope is that we might be able to figure out and do the work to be able to love each other better. And notice that I'm saying a lot of I statements. So you can't go into this conversation pointing the finger, and I'm going to get into that far more specifically. And just to mention the VIP membership again, not only do you get to participate in live Q&A after I record these podcasts, but I'm also creating a brand new online course called The Joy of Difficult Conversations. So as a VIP member only, you'll get access to this where you're going to have uh, at the end, right, you're going to have uh, two or three questions that I'm calling intimate conversations. So it's important questions that you need to ask each other in response to what you've learned in this in this episode. And then, this is super cool, and only exclusively available to VIP members, is I will upload one incredible exercise. So it's, it's something you can download and print that is a practical application and strategy to, to implement in your relationship what I'm teaching and what you're learning. So, I don't know. I don't know what you're waiting for. 
Head on over to smalleyinstitute.com and join the VIP club today. So the joy and the pain and how we get to deeper intimacy is that we're sharing what really matters. We're sharing our core fears. We're sharing our triggers. We're sharing the buttons that are getting pushed. And when we do that, you have now gone to the deepest level of intimacy possible in your relationship because you're not upset about finances. You're not upset because they don't really help with the kids or they don't really help with the chores around the house or picking up. You're not upset because they're always late when you're trying to go somewhere. You're not upset because of how they drive. You're upset because of these fears, these buttons that keep getting triggered, that keep getting pushed. And you're not talking about that. You're talking about the facts. So get off the facts and on to your feelings. And those, those difficult conversations you're going to find are going to get a lot better. A lot better. A whole bunch better. So thank you for listening. This is the end. And thank you for joining me on Facebook. Um, but this is the end of uh, the Facebook Live portion. So now I'm going to close. And then I'm going to... Uh, I actually already have the Zoom open. So if you joined the VIP program right now, you would get the link to join this Zoom Live Q&A. And you'd be able to interact with me personally. And ask me what you need to ask me in order to get help, in order to turn things around or to keep things going or to learn how to disciple other couples. So thank you, everybody. And tune in tomorrow. I will be live once again recording 